This is an urgent appeal from the Disasters Emergency Committee. Hundreds of thousands of people have fled their homes to escape conflict in Ukraine, leaving jobs, belongings and loved ones behind. They need shelter, food and water. You can help. To donate online, search DEC or text RADIO to 70150 to give £10. Thank you. Streaming 24-7, this is Brum Radio. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit BrumRadio.com. I'm joined on, well, I'm actually joined online by Alex Cardo, who is uh, in the Osmonds tour, which is coming to Birmingham from the 25th until the 29th of October. Uh, and it's coming to the Alexandra Theatre. Good afternoon, Alex. How are you doing? Afternoon, Dave. I'm all right. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me today. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us today uh, about uh, the Osmonds production. Um, how long have you been in this tour for? We, well, we've been uh, touring since the beginning of the year, since January. Um, we started in Leicester, kind of the actually the beginning of February. We started in Leicester, and we've been going right the way right the way until now, until October. So it's been a long old tour, but we're absolutely loving it. And what's the longest sort of time that you're in a place? Is it mostly for a week that you're doing? It's, yeah, it's only ever a week. Um, we do as, as a weekly touring venue, so we usually do Tuesday to Saturday, um, usually about eight shows a week. Um, and then we do, yeah, we move on either the Sunday or the Monday and then get into the new theatre on the Tuesday. So by the time you've uh, finished seeing a wonderful city, you've already left. And it's like, oh, I was quite enjoying my time in High Wycombe. We've moved on. You know, it's a, it's a really it's a really wicked experience. I think getting to see all of the UK in the year um, and sharing this this wonderful musical with, with the Osmonds fans is, yeah, it's a blessing. Loving it. And it says uh, on the website that you've been playing Andy Williams. That's right. Um, how, how has that been as a process of playing a real person? Well, I think we're with anyone really in the show, we're, we're trying to essentially show the Osmonds' life um, as accurately as possible. Um, and Andy Williams was a, luckily enough, I, I knew quite a bit about him before the time I'd auditioned for him in the first place. He's one of my dad's favourite singers. Um, so that was a blessing to be able to play one of my all-time, you know, favourite crooners, and um, and yeah, I just I think you kind of want to recreate the essence of what that what that person was and who he was to the Osmonds, especially. Um, and it's just uh, yeah, it's very rare you get to play a real person in a musical, or at least originate that person in an original musical. It's a real blessing, and um, yeah, I just count my blessings every day. I go on and perform that part. To be honest, it's brilliant. Jay Osmond, who wrote this story, um, yeah. he he obviously would have known Andy Williams. He would have known him pretty well at, at some point. Has have you? Did you get to ask him about Andy Williams, or did have, was there element of you relying on your knowledge already? Yeah, a bit, a bit of both, to be honest, Dave. I think you're right. He, um, he, he had that famous moment, and um, you can check it out on YouTube, actually, where Jay notices the red light in the 60s where the barbershop quartet, they must have been about kind of seven or eight years old, maybe even younger at that point, where the Osmond brothers are on the Os- Andy Williams show, and Jay Osmond sees the big red light and just is following where the camera's looking, and none of the other Osmond boys are doing it, and it's only Jay that's doing it. And so it's really uh, it's, it's a real blast to have him as through his eyes be able to tell this story and yeah i mean he he tells amazing anecdotes about about andy williams and just that he was a very kind of lovable fun smiley man um and you you wouldn't get that unless you met that person you know you'd obviously get facts and you know reading moon river and me and all of his kind of autobiography and telling anecdotes and that sort of thing but to actually get someone's essence of that character is just is pretty amazing so um 
yeah it's really really brilliant i um i sent uh one of my reviewers julie to come and see the Osmonds in Wolverhampton previously in the spring. And when I sent her along, she her review was basically a love letter to the Osmonds as well as the show. Yeah. Um, she'd named her uh, guinea pigs after the Osmonds. So she'd got like a, a Jay guinea pig and a Donny guinea pig uh, in her childhood. Um, and when I'd sent her along to see it, it was it was it was a love letter that she wrote back when she'd wrote, written the review oh. is it is it interesting that that's the type of connection that people have with the osmonds as a as as a group and therefore as the osmonds as a show yeah no it's, yeah I, I think it is i think it's interesting to see and it's it's amazing to see people's um responses um i guess it's kind of like having Harry Styles, the musical, in about you know thirty, forty years' yeah. time, you know, having that uh, th- that kind of nostalgia, and especially after the pandemic, I think people just want a great night out of the theatre and to kind of reminisce and enjoy their time out. Um, but what a better way to do it with a band that they they knew and loved and cherished so dearly? Because I kind of feel like they are a band that haven't really had their spotlight, particularly in musical theatre. Um, and kind of been shown as you know, as there was one point where they were bigger than the Al- uh, the Beatles and Elvis, yes. um, and they had such amazing, amazing songs. But I don't really kind of feel like they've had their real moment, um, other than you know songs like Puppy Love and Love Me for a Reason. I sort of feel like their music, particularly for my generation and, gro- and growing up with my parents, there was very rare that they played any Osmond's music. Um, but I guess that really depends on the on the type of family that you grow up with, really. But uh, it was mainly kind of swing and big band music that I grew up with. But I guess, like from my perspective, looking out there and seeing the the crowd go absolutely crazy every yeah. night, um, and and yeah, again, like reminiscing and enjoying the time out at the theatre, it's very special to be able to do that and, and to give that performance every night and and to get that back from the crowd. It's it's wonderful. I think of Crazy Horses. That's my. <laughs> When I think of the Osbournes myself, and it's probably it's, it's that, that, yeah, that's the that's yeah. the big number, yeah, yeah. That's and I a think real... it might be my either my generation or the impact on my generation for mm. the Osbournes that that is sort of my my go to. But I'm sure uh, generations before and after me they might think of Poppy Love or Long Haired Lover or those sorts of those sorts of songs. Um, Whereas Crazy Horses, you can't go and do the can't go and do Crazy Horses at X Factor as like the setup song. Yeah, it's so it's, true, it's, isn't it? It's a bit yeah. difficult. Whereas something like Poppy Love, you could do on Britain's Got Talent, and it's got yeah. that kind of friendly uh, style to it. I, yeah. I guess that's why. Yeah, that's true. The tour goes on until um, the tour goes on until December. It goes on until December the third. Um, are you allowed to tell us what you're going to be doing after that? Um, I mean, there's there's obviously loads of hope with this show, depending on where where, where it goes. Um, not kind of allowed to say as of yet, but to be honest, we don't really know either. To be That's honest okay. with you, um, but uh, no, over over Christmas, I'm going to be. I, I either do a pantomime or um, tend to do my own music, um, and that, that I'm I'm doing that this year. I'm, I'm basically doing a lot of uh, jazz singing and crooning, and I've got my jazz trio, and we'll go up and down the country basically just just doing music for the Christmas season. So that's my my plan. Um, and then it would just be nice to be just in one place um, for more than a week. Do you know what I mean? I think Absolutely. over Christmas especially, that'll be a really nice a nice time. So I'll get back and see my family in Birmingham and um, 
and then eventually yeah, move back to London and start auditioning again. And are you based in London in general with your family up in? Yes, in uh, no. So my 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 mum's in Solihull, um, but my uh, my partner's in in London. Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll get back there in the new year for sure. That'd be lovely. Fantastic. And has London been since the pandemic? Is it is it quite different to be London London based at this point? Yeah, uh, it really is. I think cause I I spent my entire lockdown in Solihull with my family, um, and then it was out of choice to move down to London again. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a job opportunity it was just I I know I need to get back to auditioning and and back to work um so sort of midway through 2021 decided to move down I mean I was a courier driver for quite a lot of the pandemic I did newspaper rounds I was a teacher on zoom I'd worked for a Scottish theatre company online and I just you know had to the point where I was like right I'd quite like to get back and get back to acting and then I moved back down to London and started working at Kew Gardens I did Wind in the Willows there an outdoor theatre experience for kids Mm -hmm. Um, and then I did a pantomime in Chipping Norton and then, yeah, basically just fell straight into the Osmonds in this year. So, yeah, I guess it, I kind of moved down to London, did that period of time over summer in, in Kew Gardens and then just went to Chipping Norton, now on, on tour again. It'll be nice to actually settle in London, I think, and just have that that period of time. Um, I, feel just... like London, I feel like London doesn't feel as far as it did when I was a kid. I always felt like London was quite a, a distance away to go to, particularly yeah. for someone in your industry. Uh, they would you would have had to go to London, but there's still a little, a, a bit more flexibility these days. I think you're right, and especially with um, sort of, I guess, energy and living prices going up. I think a lot of my friends are, are choosing to um, live outside of London, and actually that be a, a, a more viable option. Um, I mean, with the travel journeys getting you know shorter and shorter, but yeah. Then again, you never know whether there's going to be a train. But I, I do, I do think that there are easier options of getting to and from um, London. I don't really feel like you have to live kind of in the in the centre just to make sure that you're you're available for auditions. I think it's it's good to be there to be available um, when auditions come up for the next day at ten o'clock in the morning. If you're mm-hmm. you know up in Glasgow or Edinburgh, it's very difficult to to commute that. Um, but I do, I do think that there are viable options. So, I mean, I'm already thinking about where I might want to, might want to move. I do love London. I love the, um, the, the hustle and bustle and the vibe and, um, and what the theatre industry offers. Um, but I think growing up in quite a rural area, um, in my childhood, I'd, I'd quite like to move somewhere like that, um, in the next couple of years, but, um, I'm not placing any bets on where that might be but uh you know as long as it's accessible to getting into the center of london then happy days it's a brilliant thing that we can now commute around a little bit more yeah. uh, than we were doing i i was very much sat on my sofa for 18 months oh, uh, yeah. doing my work from my laptop without being able to go anywhere yeah. uh, and so being in front of a you know being in an audience uh, doing theater reviews is such a wonderful thing to be able to to get back into doing as well do you have a favorite theater out outside of the midlands area that when you were performing at it you'd be like you were like i'd like to come back to this theater and perform yeah i I mean i've i've mainly done regional theater in in my since i graduated from drama school 2018 um i think my all-time favorite job and i always thought this when i did it and this is the first job i ever did um and i thought it, it can't get better than this can it and I don't really believe it can. Um, it was the Watermill Theatre in Newbury, and I did um, an actor-musician version of Sweet Charity. Um, yes. And it was just amazing. 
I played the drums, went, um, I climbed down a ladder from, from up above and did the scenes with Gemma Sutton, who played Charity. Um, and uh, yeah, I got to play Oscar Lindquist, one of my all-time favourite characters in any musical play, um, as my first job out of drama school. And I thought, can't get better than this, can it? And I, I, like, really, I really hit the jackpot straight away, to be honest. Um, another one is um, the Royal and Derngate in Northampton. They're a wonderful theatre. They do some really good... Um, kind of community work and they've got some wonderful in-house productions that's where we did the majority of our run of um the season which was a two-hander musical that i did in mm-hmm. 2019 um but yeah primarily those two theaters i'd say are my my all-time favorites um the ones that i've performed at at least and i, I think there's some beautiful theaters outside of london um that uh, are, are now being really well showcased because people are you know, moving out into the country more, they're yes. getting out to see theatre more kind of vastly rather than going to London. And I think there's a much more kind of um, universal conversation of where where they want to go for, for theatre productions. Um, and I think those two places in particular, the Watermill and the Royal and Derngate, just do such brilliant work. Um, and I think even being not being a part of it, going to watch it is really special. So... Yeah. Yeah, I do think there's a lot more kind of theatre out there. Yeah, for sure. That's absolutely brilliant. Thank you, Alex. That's really wonderful. Um, we are going to be able to see the Osmonds uh, on tour in Birmingham at the Alexandra from the 25th until the 29th of October. Uh, it's then touring currently until the 3rd of December. Uh, go to the osmondsmusical.co.uk or you can go to the website for the Alexandra, which is ATG Tickets. Uh, go to the what's on there and then look for Birmingham and the Alexandra there. Uh, that will have the details of the Osmonds coming there for the 25th to the 29th of October. Alex, thank you so much for taking the time to chat about this today. Smashing. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having That's me. Brilliant. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.